Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me this week is Mitch. And that's it. Just Mitch, me. Mitch, man. How are you? Just yeah. you. We 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 haven't done uh, just a two-person podcast in a long time. No, it's um, been a while. Been a while. It has. It has. Um, the other guys couldn't make it. Um, we couldn't push it back another week. We've been a couple of weeks off already, so I was like, screw it. Let's just do it. The two of us. We've we've got this. Yeah, easy, we'll, easy, mate. Easy. We've done this a million times before. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it has been a little bit since we've um, we've done a show. So we've had a couple of Formula One rounds. We might as well jump on the Formula One since you know it happened last night and it happened two weeks ago. Um, we might as well talk about last night. The one, race that no one expected Hamilton to win that he won. <laughs> yeah, I was more talking about like. Why the hell did it start so early? Like I was so thrown off by that. Qualifying so was, I. was it normal? JD sent a message through the group chat saying, "I'm loving this." I'm like, "Loving what?" He's like, "The F1." I'm like, "You what?" <laughs> it's eight thirty. It was like nine o'clock or something. And it was started or something. Oh, so I missed the was, first couple of laps. Yeah, that's same here because I was like, I was, um, I was messaging you actually, like we're organizing a, a little trip, and. Um, then I was like, all right, I'll open the messenger and have a look. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? And I was at my missus place and I slowly just ducked off to the bedroom. She comes in like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you know the race that I said I was going to watch when you're asleep? It's on now. So <laughs> you better go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. like, um, I've got to go to the toilet for about two hours. <laughs> it it was amazing. It shows you, like, remember how you, when we had Bernie Eccleston running the show and he's like, if you want good racing, I'm going to put sprinklers and stuff on the track and yeah. just have it wet the whole time. That's what it would have been like. And it mixed the whole field up. Like, it really I did. Come, I turned it on and it was like 20 laps in. And it's like, you know, Perez, uh, Stroll, Perez, Albon, um, Bottas that- well down the bottom. And Hamilton is six or something. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but even like through all the practice sessions and when it was dry, it still completely choked up the results because it was the slipperiest track mm. they were talking about. Like genuine complaints from drivers. I'd like to call Lewis Hamilton a sook, but he wasn't the only one. No, no. Some people were saying it was dangerous. Like it was just that slippery. Yeah. yeah. You're looking at, you watch FP1, FP2, and cars are sliding off everywhere. But amazingly, we only had like, what, one DNF throughout the race. Yeah, everyone that sort of did spin out managed to keep it together enough to... Enough runoff of the track, you see. Yeah. Because I looked at... When I started watching it going, our oh, cars are going to crash here. I'm like, looking at where Russell was, I'm like, he's 10th, he's in the 11th. I'm like, come on, boy, get a point. Nah, <laughs> Go on. He didn't. He didn't. Nah. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, the race that no one thought Hamilton was going to win, somehow he he pitted so well. He pitted early and stayed on those intermediates for like, 40 laps. <laughs> he, he did a good job of managing those tyres. Did you see him at the end of the race? That was slicks. Yeah, yeah. And um, Toto came on the radio and said, good job staying on those slicks because they were going to box him. Yeah. And he, right he, he said, no. he, yeah. he, I think he made the right call. He had half a chance. Any little mistake in that pit stop, he wouldn't have won that race. Yep. And he didn't, like, he would have won the championship anyway, but, like, wouldn't you rather win the race and the championship? Well, yeah, at that point, like when you're leading a race, you really want to give up the lead because just in case. What about Stroll? Stroll went from leading that race for so long Dominating and looking him. good. He was impressive, man. That was, you know, I know he didn't finish well, but it was a good drive for the first half of that race. I think it was their strategy call that sort of hurt him in the end to put him in the field. Yeah, well, no. they apparently set the car up more for wet weather and heat the tyres up. So when it's sort of 
dried i'm using quotes here (laughs) um it it killed the tires like he he pitted for a new set of inters and was slower one thing I found interesting was a lot of the teams on pit wall talking about when are we going to put slicks on every driver's like never. <laughs> yeah. uh, in two weeks' time, when we go to Bahrain, that, that's when we'll put slicks on. Yeah, yeah. If it rains in Bahrain, well, damn. <laughs> yeah, um, but like you know, Lewis Hamilton reflecting on this championship, it was it felt a kind of like a gimme. I didn't feel like he was challenged that much this championship. Not overly. Do you feel like I mean, that? Yeah, not really. Like he hasn't had. Not even Bottas has been taking it to him. Really, I think um, no. it's an impressive feat, regardless. Like, what is it? Seven championships. Yeah, yeah. Well, seven championships. Like, is he good, Michael Schumacher? Yeah. So he is, you know, statistically the greatest driver. But if you go on to um, Speed Cafe and look at their their poll and ask, is Lewis Hamilton the greatest driver in F one history? Um, currently it sits at 70.93% say no. Well, I have to go back to that. You know, a lot of drivers say it too. It's like, yeah, maybe he's the best of our era. He's done a lot of things and he set, you know, set a lot of records and that. But you can't really compare him to people of other eras. It's not the same. I think I was reading something Mikel was saying. It's like, you know, those old guys, if we drove those cars, we'd shit ourselves because they're too hard to drive. And if they drove our cars, maybe they can't because they're too fast. So yeah, exactly. It's hard you to can't compare. compare. No, he's and like you don't win seven world championships if you don't have the best car under you. Yeah, it's just, yeah exactly. I've we've Especially never seen such dominating fashion. <laughs> we've never seen a team dominate Formula One like Mercedes is at no. the moment. No, not at all. Um, they just got. I think we still have right. one more year of it. Yeah, of course we do. They, they've nailed those, They nailed that Vista. The hybrid turbo is what they yeah. nailed. It's their era to own. Like, fair enough, too. I mean, a lot of money was spent, and it was, you know, you can't really say they didn't earn it, but it's been easier than it could have been for Hamilton to do what he's done. Mm. Do you think he's going to get next year, considering oh. the cars aren't changing too much? I think, well, you've just equaled the most championships ever. What, what do you do after that? You beat it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to want to, I think. But we may see the rise of a few other drivers. Like, I think we might see the rise of Stroll. He's getting quite good. Um, Yeah. I was a little disappointed to see him not have a good finish. Like, I've never had the best things to say about him. But for people that are, you know, pay drivers, I think is the word you'd use for him. Um, Mm. He's one of the better ones. He's he's, He's gotten a lot better than when he first come in. And I think, like... Well, he's better he's than the likes young. of Aston Maldonado and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah, won like a race too. Lap, <laughs> his, like, um, Stroll's pole lap today, or yesterday, was good. Mm. Like, it was yeah, a really, really good lap. Um, But I think, like, we might see that, you know, Stroll will start pushing further up. It'll be interesting to see how much um, development, well, they can't really do too much development, but how much um, Aston Martin or Racing Point will move forward. It'll be interesting to see how uh, Bell goes in that team because realistically, when you look at it, they're almost the second best car on the grid now. Yeah. Well, they're third in the Constructors' Championship now. Yeah. And Verstappen's um, really done that Red Bull car a lot of favours. Not saying it's a bad car, yeah. but I'd say it's almost equal with the racing point at this point. Mm. 
now Albon. Albon was in a position to really be able to lock in a good result this weekend. Halfway through the race, I was like, oh, yeah, he could actually win this. Um, yeah, but he, he had this spin that you were thinking. Um, do you think he's going to stay at Red Bull? Do you reckon they're going to try he's and keep a lot him of on silly and go? The, Christian Horner keeps saying he wants to keep him there. And you can understand from a team point of view for continuity in that. You know, you're not changing the car. Why do you want to change your team that much? But also, he's made a fair few mistakes, which you could sort of say they're genuine mistakes. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, but I just think a lot of people f- forget this is his only second year in Formula One. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But the problem is is he's, he got thrusted up into the main team too early, I think. He had a couple of good results, and he was doing solid results in um, in the Toro Rosso. And it was that Red Bull thing and, of um, ditching people as soon as they, you know, start not performing. So Gasly out and Albon in, expecting him to keep doing what he was doing yeah. in another car. It's it is. It's and like Gasly's doing great now, but I don't I think, think Gasly's ever going back to Red Bull. Yeah, but I don't think I can't see him going back to Red Bull in the main game. That'll make the team look silly, just constantly swapping out two different drivers, like the same two drivers. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and then because then Albon will go back to Toro Rosso, get a bit of you know fresh air and not so much stress, and then start performing well, and then there'll be this talk. But I think Red Bull either need to go. The pressure of performing against Max too, man. He's a really good driver, and you've got to try match that. And he's doing, I think he's doing more with that car than what it is capable of, like Alonso mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yep. But I would actually like to see. I would actually like to see Albon keep his seat next year. I'd give like him one more year. Yeah, definitely. Give him one more year, see how he goes. If he starts getting back up there, you know, then okay, cool. If he's nowhere near it, then um, maybe he he's not cut out for it. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, it's entirely possible that he's not. <laughs> but he he has performed well otherwise, so, you know, apart from his mistakes. Mm. Like, and some of his good results were lost to no fault of his own. Hamilton twice. Yeah, Hamilton. <laughs> I love, I love it. <laughs> Hamilton wants more diversity in Formula One. Yet punts off the only tire driver twice. <laughs> <laughs> one good thing I did see at the end of the race. One, Vettel just stole that third. That was amazing. I loved that. That was great. That was great. I was like. Oh, because see, a little bit of me was going, oh, go Leclerc. I'm like, yes, get up into like second, help me with the points. Because when we're <laughs> looking at, um, the when I was halfway through the race going, oh, mate, we're all going to drop this round. No one's no one's got any points here. I um, I and then sort of <laughs> Leclerc got up to like second and then he shanked it. And I was like, oh, I'm torn because I really liked the fact that Patel did get the podium because I was like, you know, it's been a long time between drinks and, did you see that He's little, little tidbit? The only three people to drive last time they were in Turkey was the three people on the podium. Oh, really? Yep. That's that's pretty cool. But it was pretty cool for Seb to get a podium this year. Just to sort of and be like... Perez. And Perez, yeah. But um, one thing that I thought was really nice show of sport, um, sportsmanship was Vettel was very quick to congratulate Hamilton and he sounded very genuine with his nice words to him, like, you did it yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think Vettel hates Hamilton. 
nah, I don't think he does either. I don't think many of them hate each other. I think there's moments of heat, but I think once they all calm down, they understand exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon we need that? Do we need a bit more rivalry in um supercars uh, in Formula One? Because at the moment in supercars, I don't think there's too many people that really hate each other. The two drivers that disliked each other, one of them's left the country. Yeah. Well, in F1, I think it's sort of this thing of like they know where their car stands and they're a little bit resigned to we can't beat the Mercedes. They're like, what's the point of hating the guy because he's got a better job than me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would like a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more of that. Argy bargy. You can't do argy bargy in these cars, though. They can't. You break them. <laughs> mm. Like, you come anywhere near a little bit of contact, and it's like, oh, there goes half your front wing. I am so looking forward to 2022. Yeah. Just to, like, let's re- re- revamp these um, the regulations. I don't think... Well, it, seems it feels like it's... we've been on these regs for a while. I reckon <laughs> like we have 2014. Been. Yeah, a good six years and seven by the end of it. But the other mm. thing is, like, um, every time there's a big revamp in the rules, it shakes up the teams. Like, you never know who's going to end up on top. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, Ferrari well, comes back. If you could see their finances, you could probably figure it out. But Yeah. We'll, we'll have salary caps or, like, um, budget caps and stuff yeah, like that. Which would be interesting. So it should even out the field. I'm really interested to see how that goes. Because um, a part of me was also thinking last night, because, you know, they're like, oh, in the – constructors points you know a few positions high if you know you finish third instead of fifth in the championship you're talking like tens of millions of dollars yeah and then i was going hang on in supercars there's no prize money no it's no um, prize money or anything but the the teams own the championship yeah exactly it's 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 a community sort of thing they understand that they're there like without doing it the way they're doing it they can't afford to give out heaps of cash every year yeah um, the two bones in Bahrain, the race in Bahrain. Are you looking? For, I'm looking forward to the Bahrain Oval, just because be it's like a new, different track. Like Bahrain itself, but tell won't we get any second podium of the year in that track? Oh no, 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 no! When we picked our tips in, I was like going to say, oh, it's it's Bahrain. So she she did pick Leclerc, but when Hannah picked Leclerc in um for Bahrain, I was like, oh, I was I was looking at my calendar going Bahrain Oval never pick a Ferrari. Like, nah, <laughs> it's nah, going to be so lines, Yeah. Yeah. But it will be an interesting yeah. track, I think. Jump over to supercars because I really am going to rush you this weekend. Uh, this week. I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's going to be a quick one. Um, right. We've already hit 15 supercars, minutes. Supercars. We've had 15 minutes. Like, look at that. Halfway through the show, we're trying to allocate. Um, we had the announcement that both drivers were leaving DJR Team Penske, which is now just Team Penske. Scott McLaughlin's over in America. Uh, you mean DJR? Yes, you sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> so they're now just DJR. They released, they announced their two drivers. Surprise, surprise. Will Davison and Anton Di Pasquale. I reckon those two really good pickups. You got a bit of an yep. experience heading Will Davison and before the whole Milwaukee pullout thing. Um he was doing well. He was probably one of the better of the Tickford drivers at the time. And then Pasquale, but you you can't you can't say he's slow. He's done more with no. that Erebus than it should have done. Off the bat, who do you think is going to be stronger? Will Davison or Anton? I want to say Anton, but I don't believe it. 
I, that's I'm what pretty... I'm leaning to do. I might. Anton shows some glimmers of really good pace. Yeah. Um, and some he gets some really good results. But then every now and then I'm just like, sometimes he he can be a driver that's right up the front, or then nowhere. Yeah. Um, which I think this will come down to like you know he, this is once his what fourth year in the championship, but he's getting a lot better. It is being consistent in his racecraft and stuff. Um, yeah, I think Anton will develop his racecraft, and when that happens, I think he'll be really really strong in that car. Um, yeah, Dave, Will and- Davidson actually had his first outing in that car today, and he said he was really interested to see how it was, and he says it felt different to the other cars he's driven. So obviously, there's a big difference between the DJR cars. And the Tickford cars, which he drove this I think year, just shown in performance, really. Like, mm. you know, Scotty Mack's a great driver, but it's back to that Hamilton thing. You can't do it without the right car under you. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a lot of talk about Davy Reynolds leaving Erebus after a ten-year deal. Sort of noticed that's quieted down a little bit, though. Maybe he tried, and they're like, "No, nah, man." <laughs> well, a whole lot of supercar news has quieted down. To be honest, there's like. I check the news every now and then, and it's just like not much. Like we did the super soft tires, which is kind of cool that they they tested super soft tires today. So they're trying to bring in a third type of tire for supercars. So you have hard, soft, and super soft. Yeah. Which That'd is cool. interesting. Yeah, I think that's mm. kind of what it needs to sort of liven up some of the races. People want to call it manufactured or whatever, but it's entertaining. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's just the requirements. Yeah, it's like you have to race on it. Like we do not want to see what it was like in super, in Formula One back in the day where, you know, you didn't need to stop for tyres. We could do 60 laps on it and they still hold out. That was boring racing. <laughs> hmm. There's lots of drivers that are still up in the air. Um, Todd well, Will Brown's been picked in. up. On... Will Brown's going to replace Anton. Um, but yet still no official announcement of Erebus's driver lineup, which you think if they've, you know, they announced that Anton was leaving, but they haven't announced the 2020, uh, 2021 driver lineup. I mean, maybe the whole Davy Reynolds thing's gone quiet because there's a lot of talk going on in the background and nobody wants to say anything until, well, you don't mm. say anything until you know, sort of. But there's been like still, Scotty still- McLaughlin saying, I'm staying next year. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you've got because there's the empty seat at, Tick, uh, at um, Kelly Racing. Yeah, because we still got to know. We still got to know what's going to happen with DJR. Um, are they going to run four cars? Is Blanchard taking his rec license and going off? Um, yeah. There's there's so much to work out. Did, did I read an article today saying that the calendar is really starting to lock in? Looks like we'll be going to the bends. Um, Townsville is going to be called a Super 500, which would be a 500-kilometer race, two 250s. Gold Coast looks like it's going to be a Super 600, which will be a single driver event, but still doing 600Ks. In one go? Or two No, probably two, two 300s. Yeah, right. So they might do a bit of shuffling around with the name. Did you see the new logo of Supercars with, uh, with the little stripes taken out? <laughs> Yeah, and Boulder on the championship. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that much of a change, but it is a no. noticeable change, I'd say. It's, but it's not new, hash, new hashtag as well. New hashtag. That's We're not going to go Virgin Supercars anymore? <laughs> no. Well, see, I always thought it was like quite good. They changed over to VASC, 
Yeah. Which still in my mind was V8 SC. Like, because that's what it, it used to be. Of, it starts with a V close enough. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. A sounds like A, you know. I keep thinking, should that we're not doing V6s anymore. We're still all V8s. Have you, should did we you keep... see that DJI have committed to running the Coyote overhead cam Ford engine? No. Yep. They want to, they want to move on to newer technology, which is fair enough. And brings that mildly irrelevant road relevance thing back into it. It's the actual engine yeah, from the yeah. Mustang. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting, but it's like I could see why teams would be apprehensive on changing engines. Where you're like, we've developed these for yeah, how long, well, and they don't break. They I think didn't... that's the reason why the new teams like Nissan and Mercedes didn't last. Well, Mercedes, like, well, and Nissan, they always struggled to make the power, or yeah. they had fuel consumption issues. Exactly. So it's a big risk going. I'm going to run the Coyote engine if you've got a proven block. Like, I guarantee the GM cars are not changing engine they're like these things are bulletproof well, i remember re i don't know how true it is but there was a article about speculation on gen 4 i can't even remember which website it was on but essentially it's pretty much saying that they want to mandate overhead cam engines which kind of what's gm gonna run like i think their new corvette race car has an overhead cam engine but i don't think that's only like a four and a half liter so mm. I don't know if they will mandate that. It seems kind of silly, especially if you got Gen Four. We're not even. Oh, Gen Three. Yeah, sorry, I mean, uh, Gen Three. Sorry. Yeah. Well, they're talking about you know, definitely reducing the cost of the engine. They want the whole car package to be three hundred and fifty grand. See, the problem is, is you're like, okay, you want to like say mandate this cheaper engine, fine, cheaper engine. But a lot of these teams, especially the smaller sort of not big money teams, already own the engines. They already have them. And now you yeah. want me to go buy a new one. And what am I going to do with this old one that nobody wants because they only race them in that? Yeah. And that's the thing about this whole, we're going to reduce the cheaper cut. We're going to make cheaper cars. You're like, yeah, but I've already owned these ones. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know, next year, no, 2022, everyone's going to have to have these new cars. And you're like, oh, but they only cost you around 50 grand. You're like, yeah, but I've got to buy a spare. So at 700 grand. I already own a car that cost them six hundred over six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, you're gonna have like the run on super twos again, I guess maybe because you'll be having all of these old cars trickling down. But then you gotta like you you want to hope these new cars are faster because then super two might be they'll have to limit the power on a super two just to slow them down. Yeah, yeah, but I mean it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, definitely. It's. I really just keep waiting on small supercar news. I'm like, we have so many drivers to like try and lock in. And there's been nothing, happening. nothing over the last couple of weeks. Just like lots of fluff articles coming out from supercars themselves, but nothing. Yeah, I know. Like, nothing. Solid. There was a, I read an article on supercars.com saying team 18 targets Camaro for 2022 on and the same day like- on speed cafe. They were like, Team, uh, you know, Team 18 not committed on Camaro. I'm like, you guys have the same quotes in there. It's just how you read into it. Yeah, it's how you interpret it. It's like, there's, it's when you read the supercars, one of the supercars website, it's the same article essentially, but it is kind yeah. of non-committal. Like, that's where we're interested, but we don't know. Is... Yeah, they're like, it makes sense to continue with Triple Eight, but yada, yada, yada. Oh, Ludo is staying with DJR. That's pretty that good news. Confirmed. 
but they so made I think that. that's that set a lot of people's um nerves at ease because they were worried that if he did go, you know, how was everything going to play out? Yeah. He is, and you know, one person doesn't make the team, and you're saying that the same way as like you know, Roger doesn't make the team once he leaves. So I still think DJR are going to be quite strong next year. I think they will be because it'd it's be still, silly to write them off. It's the learnings in the previous investment. It's not exactly the, um, yeah, it's not like Roger Penske had the man himself had nothing to do with it. He just backed it with money essentially. Like yeah. I wouldn't say nothing to do with it, but he wasn't there engineering the cars and all that. No. And so, it's not like when he first entered, they were successful straight away. They took a couple of years. So his success might take a couple of years to wear off. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think it will. I think, the um where it may become noticeable is with the new car but if they've got the same engineering team then who's to say that they'll mm. change yeah it, it'll be interesting to find out how much of that development happened in america and how much happened in australia for the mustang oh yeah, yeah the secret secret supercar in a wind tunnel <laughs> yeah did it actually go over there oh, it wasn't a real size supercar it was a one to 20 ratio or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Have you been watching any of the E series? No. Nah. I tried to watch some of it. Like, that's, there's a I think big they... difference in pace between the pro E series drivers and the actual supercar drivers. Like, Kurt Kostecki did, he got pantsed in the um, E series. Where he, when he did the All Star series against the main game drivers, he was right up there and, you know, won races. You mean Brody? Uh, Brody Kostecki, sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah, cool. Sorry, it's just like Kostecki, yep, Kostecki, Kurt. Yeah, 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 Kurt, Brody. He's my new favorite, Kurt. He's my new favorite Kostecki after teaming up with it. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have yeah, you he's... seen Bryce's little Datsun 1200 that he's building up here? No, I haven't. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so on his Facebook and Instagram, he's posting up little update videos of it. I saw him at um Subway the other week. Who? Went, went up to get some lunch, and I looked over, and I'm like, oh, there's Bryce. I was like, ah, yeah, I went into a foot long. I'll, I'll let you go. <laughs> you got, you don't need you got a mouthful of sandwich. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I said to my brother, like, supercar driver, there you go. Saw one in real life. You don't see many of them. Not at a racetrack. Yeah, that's true. And then Dan was like, that's a lie. We ran into him at the shops last the other year. I'm like, we did. We saw him at Woolworths. <laughs> living in Darwin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just having a look at his Facebook. Yeah, that Datsun looks mad. It looks yeah. like he's got drag car tires on the front of it. It is. It's it's going to be like a thousand horsepower SR20. Oh, cool. That is pretty cool. That's wicked, actually. I'm into that. Yeah, he's going to paint it gunmetal gray or something because he's like, he's got that, it's the XR5 orange. And he's like, he says it's not a common color on the road, but it's a common color for everyone that owns a Datsun 1200. Like, I was going to say, <laughs> I've seen a drag car Datsun, that exact model in that exact color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's like, I'm going to change it. Um, but he can only work on it while he's up in Darwin. Um, yeah. It's taken him three years at the moment to get it to where it's at. And he's like, he's a little blessed at the moment because they should still be racing. They should have a race, you know, a couple of weeks' time. And yeah, I still they're going to end in December. All the calendar notifications still exist on my phone. Supercar race this weekend. 
No, there isn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I sent you a message the other week, like, we should have been in Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got all the uh, things from Google. This time last year, you were arms around some strangers drunk as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won't be hugging any strangers anytime soon. <laughs> no, that's frowned upon that's now. That's how you get COVID. <laughs> yeah. Ask people in Adelaide. No, it is. It's, <laughs> oh, I know. It sucks. Um well, what can we do? Everyone's going back into lockdown. We just got to keep, stay safe, social distance, and try and. Yeah, the bakery manager that runs it from down there was supposed to come up this week, but he's like, "Yeah, I cancelled those flights, mate." Yeah, figured you would. <laughs> I was when I got lunch today. I was standing next to a bloke, and he's like, "Oh, thank God I got in last night," and I'm like, "Ooh." <laughs> So I took a couple of steps the other direction. I'm like, oh, mate. I'm like, I don't want to stand next to you. It's like, to my brother, I'm like, you go. You get the COVID. <laughs> well, apparently um, the flights that were landing, like people were in the air when the call was made to, you know, for mandatory mm-hmm. lockdowns. <laughs> my old man was telling me some people coming for his work, they're already in Howard Springs now. Like it landed yep. like, Turn around. They got. Go to they got told. Oh, one of the planes got told. The captain told them over the speaker while they were midair. He's got. Um, yeah, and same as in WA as well. They're Ooh. like, you um, you can have a choice of getting back on that plane and going back to um, Adelaide, or you quarantine. At least I don't know if WA is making them pay for it, but Northern Territory is not. So for t- any planes that land today and tomorrow, you don't have to pay for your quarantine. I gotta say that's fair enough. Because it's like it was a quick notice. Normally they go, "We're declaring this a hotspot in three days' time. You can't come in." Well, you're already in the air, you're like, and it happened yeah. overnight. It wasn't like something that you could see coming. So yeah, that's exactly. Fair. But I mean, like it's crazy times. It's good to see Victoria's onto zero numbers. Yeah, because F1 plan on being there real soon. <laughs> In a few mm. months' time. Their fun calendar looks interesting. It looks like Vietnam's not on the calendar. <laughs> it's TBA. Yeah, right. I noticed there's Vietnam. Um, questionable tracks with their We Races 1 and all that stuff. And then, oh, we're going to go, what is it? <laughs> Saudi, Saudi or Arabia. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, <laughs> do we race as one or do we race for money? money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it like that. Um, I think I sent it the gif, the the meme where it's like Jeremy Clarkson and um, Richard May, uh, not Richard May, Richard Hammond. No, yeah, Richard Hammond. Hammond. And then, but the one where they're comparing the same car, like it's two cars, but they think it's like, that's brilliant. But I like this. And it's like, they're they're like, oh, races one, that is brilliant. And then it's like Jeremy Clarkson as the FI, the Formula One. And it's like the Saudi Arabia race is like, but I like this. And it's like a bunch of money behind it. Yeah, it's um, it's questionable when you start pushing stuff like that. But um, I'm gonna watch Interlagos the race, is staying at or the Brazilian Grand Prix is staying at Interlagos, so they're not knocking down the rainforest at the moment. That's good because I, one, it's unnecessary, and two, I like that track. Yeah, so it like I think fundamentally, oh, like you know, there was a lot of protests and stuff against it, so they have denied the environmental procedure of it so they're like no nah. so they got to look for a new track um oh. i was reading somewhere that if um 
Vietnam doesn't go ahead, it will be the only Formula One track to only debut in a video game and not in real life. Oh. I still think F1 2020 needs a DLC like the COVID-19 pack and gives you all the tracks that they raced this year. That would be pretty cool. You know they're going to charge you like 40 bucks for that shit if they do, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know, because they're like, all those tracks we made, we didn't use any of them, so we got to make new ones, and we can't just use the same ones we did from last year like we normally do. Take two. Um, The people behind Rockstar have purchased Codemaster. All right. So have you ever played GTA Online Racing? That'll be interesting. (laughs) Yeah, you'll get hacked. It'll be full of, like, cheaters. It's going to suck. Racing supercharged tanks. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. See, um, you know, I'm trying to fluff out the episode, mate. (laughs) 33 minutes, bro. You said you want them short. (laughs) Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, it would be interesting. I sent that picture across of the uh, F1 2020, which was basically like the GTA 5 um, picture with all the drivers, like Hamilton and Vettel and Robert Kubica as Trevor, Franklin and Michael in Formula oh, yeah. GTA 5. That yeah, was, was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Um, well, yeah, I don't think we can fluff this out for much longer. So we'll wrap this up here. It's bullshit left to talk about. <laughs> Nah, it's not. And it's, it's we don't have the banter of the other guys. Just got used yeah. to having JD back and he's gone again. But he'll be back. I will get him back. Um, but thank you, Mitch, for joining us, um, making this episode possible. Um, for everyone else, yeah, thanks, guys, for tuning in. If you've got anything you want us to talk about, especially now when we're in the off, we're in the off season, we've still got a little bit of Formula One. But if you have anything you want us to talk about, hit us up, write us. We've got Facebook. You can go email. It's breakinglate at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram, uh, Breaking Lake Podcast. Uh, yeah, we want to hear from you guys, and they'll give us some content. You know, and you guys get to be part yeah, of the show. You, which what, would be really what do you want to hear from us? Tell us what you want. <laughs> yeah, otherwise we're, we're just going to go into our. Yeah, we're going to run. We're going to go to our little coma or coma. We're going to go to our hibernation for a couple of months, and we got to wait for Formula One to start. Supercars and Formula One to start. But hopefully, we've got a bit more supercar news and stuff next because at the moment, it's a lot of. Yeah, it's a bit of a dead zone. I reckon hopefully in the next month or so or even the next couple of weeks we'll start seeing something because you got to make your choices about who's driving your car yeah, and where your car's going to be built and who's, you know, like what's Blanchard doing? There's all this talk, but nothing seems to come. Yeah, yeah. Has he bought the Mustang? Like who's driving it? Because, you know, the last that Auto Fiction was saying that it was going to be Will Davison. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so... Thanks, guys, for joining us. We will see you guys in a couple of weeks after probably the Bahrain Grand Prix or the Bahrain Oval, one of them. We never know. But, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys later. See See ya.